to the Hiring Success Podcast. I'm your host, Kaya Paisno, and today we're talking with Alexander Couric, a global talent manager with Red Bull, about their new psychometric assessment, Red Bull Wing Finder. Alexandra has been with Red Bull for over a decade. She joined the company with the North American business and for the past six years has been part of the global talent management team based in Austria. And she's been part of this project since ground zero. You may be thinking that an energy drink and psychometrics seem like an unlikely combination. That is, unless you know Red Bull. When Red Bull officially launched in 1987, it wasn't just another drink. It marked the creation of an entirely new product category, the energy drink. Since then, they've approached everything with the same mission and entrepreneurial mindset, asking, how can we give wings to people and ideas? Today, these industry disruptors have turned their sights to the world of high performance at work, publicly launching their in-house psychometric evaluation, WingFinder. Of course, this psychometric evaluation helps recruiters in their selection process, but it also delivers real value to candidates with a personalized strength report and coaching plan. The craziest part, anyone can use it free of charge. This is far from the whole story. So Alexandra is here with us to take a deep dive into WingFinder from its inception and scientific basis to how you can use it for your own hiring process. Hey Alex, thanks so much for joining us today. We're so happy to have you on the podcast. Hi Kaya, it's my pleasure. It's so nice to be here with you guys. Well, we're so excited to just really pick your brain so we're just going to dive right in. I have so many questions. I'm sure our audience does as well. But first, I'd love to know what inspired your team to take on the world of psychometric evaluations. Mm. Um, we're getting right down to business, aren't <laughs> <Yes>. we? <laughs> it, it really, for, for us, everything that we do, every project, every initiative, and WingFinder is really no different. It, it stems from our brand mission to give wings to people and ideas. So that was really the, the core of it that inspired us to, to take on WingFinder. Um, it was about being able to give wings to anyone, anywhere, who was really aspiring to take their career to the next level. And through WingFinder, we're able to, to do that via the insight that the tool provides and the in-depth, really personalized coaching that, that follows. That coaching aspect, I just find so interesting because we think about the hiring experience and we try and think about it from a candidate perspective, but this is a really new layer. And so I was just hoping that you could tell us a little bit more. Yeah, that was, it's an element of the feedback report that we really challenged ourselves on uh, when we were developing WingFinder and, you know, how the feedback uh, was going to look and, and feel for uh, an end user. Um, I think in general, psychology is really good at describing and analyzing, but where we fall short sometimes is um, around the putting it into action. So that was, that was really the insight or the goal that led us to develop the coaching around WingFinder. We really wanted to provide 
only the in-depth insight um, and understanding around personality strengths, but really like, what does this mean? How can I apply it in my career? How do I leverage this insight so I'm really working at my best? And how do I also understand where some of my limitations or challenges might be so I can manage myself around that as well? I just think it's so cool that Red Bull has brought coaching into the career space. Of course, we hear about career coaches and that type of thing, but it's not something that the majority of people get to benefit from. We often associate coaching and this targeted advice that can really get you to your best with these high-performing athletes that are part of Red Bull and the Red Bull family. So it's really neat to see it woven in in a more accessible way. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, And the self-insight as well, right? Like, you know, I I think the athlete parallel that you're using is an interesting one because so often what separates the athlete on the top of the podium from all of the other competitors, it's not like strength or skill or knowledge. It's quite often how that athlete manages themselves, right? How they manage the, the chatter in their head, their resilience, how they manage enormous amounts of stress under pressure, right? And that's ultimately the same deliverable that Wingfinder has to, to anyone who takes it, right? How do you increase your levels of, of self-awareness so that you can better manage yourself, um, both to your strengths uh, and, and also with an understanding of where your weaknesses might lie? I really appreciate that multidimensional approach, and I feel like often we don't have space to really reflect on our weaknesses in a productive way, so that's really cool. Perhaps we're rewinding a little bit here, but just to break down the term psychometric evaluation, what exactly is being evaluated and how? We're looking at... um, four key areas or or factors, you could call them. And then there's uh, 25 different strengths that load under each of those factors. So the the core four factors that we're looking at include connections, how you manage relationships with others and, and how you manage yourself. We're looking at creativity, right? Um, and curiosity, really, because not so long ago, the important thing was having the having the answer and knowing the answer. And now everything's on our phones. So it becomes more important to, to not have the answer, but to really have the question and the curiosity to, to seek out that question and explore and, and understand it more. And um, the third factor that Wingfinder looks at is around thinking. Right. So what's your approach to to problem solving? Um, And it also is looking at drive. Right. Um, It's uh, today's modern world of work. It's it's not always such a straight line. Right. Um, And do you have the the grit and determination to um, to really figure things out and, and work towards your goals? So those, those four factors, connections, um, creativity, thinking, and drive, those are based on really the original model around employability and career success. This was a, a giant meta-analysis compiled a few years back by Dr. Robert Hogan, 
Dr. Thomas Shimerl-Pamuzik and, and um, uh, Rob Kaiser. And you could really look at that body of research as probably the most prolific publication around career success and what performance means in organizations. This meta-analysis looked at really like the last 30 years we have at our disposal um, around those topics and, um, and looked at thematically, what do we see consistently um, across individuals and knowledge-based roles? So at all companies, at all levels, at um, all different types of work, uh, different departments, right? What are the things that correlate strongest to success and success in the workplace? Um, and the findings from that original model, those are the, the four factors um, that WingFinder was created around. Just to build our vocabulary around this assessment a little bit, could you define for us what a knowledge base versus a non-knowledge base role would be? It would be between a role where you're mostly using physical strength to get to your goal versus a role where you're using um, mental strengths to get to your goal, right? But um, yeah, the the line can certainly be blurred. There's yeah. lots of jobs that require both. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking like even being a waiter or a service person, you're definitely getting from A to B, it's very physical, but at the same time, strategy plays a big role. I mean, we've all had good waiters and bad waiters, and there's no doubt that there's a knowledge base factor in a lot of physical roles. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's like, that's what was so profound uh, about the original model around employability and career success that I mentioned, right? It really... You know, I think we we tend to consider our organizations or our departments or even our team to some degree so unique and so special. And while they certainly are, <laughs> there's going to be, you know, core factors that are important to all of those different groups and different levels. And, you know, those those core elements are, are going to cut across all those different um, all those different lines. It sounds like WingFinder has a, a really solid base of research, and I'm curious about some of the results that Red Bull has found using WingFinder thus far. Sure. So first and, and foremost, and you know, this was really the focus of some of our earlier validation and reliability studies, but it, it really needed to be um, around that core question around how well can WingFinder predict employability and, and success um, when we're looking at its application to, to knowledge base roles. Um, you, you know, you, you brought up a great point earlier just around how Red Bull is so focused and, and driven around different performance aspects and WingFinder really couldn't be any different, right? It, it had to deliver value and understanding both, you know, especially for the individual taking WingFinder, but also in a, an organizational context around is this tool uh, really something that's going to point to the factors that make someone 
more more employable, more successful, and and higher performing ultimately. Um, so we we have right now through some of that validation work, uh, 0.65 correlation to employability and and career success. Um, which, uh, as as far as humans and <laughs> behavioral science goes, that's that's pretty high. We're not um, we're we're not so easy to uh, to predict. But even from um, like a correlation perspective, you know, gosh, I, I think one of the best examples is around um, X-rays and how uh, dentists use X-rays in um, uh, like uh, an ability to predict a cavity. Right. So, for example, your your dentist ability to predict a, a presence of a cavity um, is 0.4. And, and that's going to be based on using X-rays and uh, like a, a manual or visual examination as well. And so what we were able to achieve with with WingFinder with the 0.65, um, that was um, really tremendous and something that we we worked really hard on in, in the initial build and, and validation. Um, as I mentioned, there you know wasn't really a, an option to build something that wasn't so powerful and, and predictive around predicting success. That was the 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 big goal for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm actually really glad that you called out what that type of correlation means, because I know for myself, I'm not used to reading data in that way. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, I, I think often um, it's like it's easy to listen to a correlation almost of, as if it's a, a percentage, right? Or it's easy to mishear it where it's like, wait, so is that only 50% of the time? But, you know, so, so the, the 0.65 correlation is is really strong, um, especially in a, a behavioral science setting. I think the norm is um, actually closer to, to 0.3 or 0.40. Um, and, you know, said otherwise, that 0.65 correlation to employability and career success that, that WingFinder gives us, um, what that means is, you know, 40% of what makes candidate A more likely to succeed than candidate B um, can can be explained by the predictive powers of WingFinder. Those are some really powerful results. And now I'm sure everyone's curious, what is it like to actually take WingFinder? Sure. So I would say the the best way to answer that question is definitely to experience WingFinder yourself. Um, you can access it anytime from wingfinder.com. Ultimately, the experience of taking WingFinder um, that we really worked towards was something that would feel engaging and fun. Uh, it's about 35 minutes end to end, so not too long and tedious. Um, but we really needed to balance that experience with ensuring that everything was very valid, very reliable, right, in order mm -hmm. to give someone useful, insightful, and, um, and, and honest feedback at the end of the day. But mm -hmm. I, I know you've taken it, Kaya. What, what was your experience going through it? What did you think? <laughs> well, um, 
I sat down to take it because, you know, you and I have been working on an article together and now this podcast. So, of course, I had to try it for myself. I must admit, I sat down a bit skeptical because, first of all, I was thinking 35 minutes. When is the last time I had a task that <laughs> that was this long? Um And then the other part of it was I come from more of the creative side. So I often find that these kinds of skill tests or um, evaluations don't truly apply to me. Mm. And I just had doubts about whether or not I was going to get anything from it because I felt like I was putting so much in to sit there for 35 minutes. But I was really pleasantly surprised about the types of questions um, and how fast it went. So there was questions like, you're a coach, you're taking your team to a ski competition. How do you handle this situation? And to me, that's really fun. It wasn't just sorting things into categories or doing mental math, which, LOL, that's not happening for me. Um, so I actually felt really engaged the whole time. And then when I got my results back, I actually really recognized things in myself that I hadn't even necessarily named. For example, one of my weaknesses in my drive category is that because I like to be so strategic and efficient, I can be really, really impatient and frustrated if I feel like people aren't doing things in an efficient way. And that really struck me. And it was cool to see how it was kind of the flip side of one of my strengths. Um, but at the end of the day, I really just enjoyed mm. taking it. And I actually felt like I learned something about myself. And I just want everyone to know that I was I was skeptical. So oh, I'm glad. That's so cool. What about you, Alex? I'm sure you've, you've taken it a few times at this point, right? <laughs> like Yes, <laughs> a couple hundred times, I think, at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was it was actually, I mean, we've done so, so much work validating the thing, and not that I got to be part of any of the validation studies, but there was so much um, stress testing, the different alpha and beta versions to make sure the thing worked <laughs> from end to end that um, once we finally, you know, had a, a final product that was ready to release, I was so excited to actually take like the, the real final wing finder quote unquote. Um, but I thought that that would also be the moment that, um, uh, that I'd be off the project. Right. It's like, Ooh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'll fail this personality test that I've built. Oh, no. <laughs> <And then> <laughs> <laughs> I can totally relate because that's yeah. kind of how I felt as well. I was like, well, what if I'm bad at this? Um, but I think it's truly, it really is meant to help. I, I kind of see it as a win-win yeah. no matter what. No, that's that's cool. I, I hope that um, uh, I hope that that's the experience that, yeah. that Wingfinder users have going through. Of course. And honestly, to any of you folks listening out there who haven't taken Wingfinder yet, I would just recommend that you go to the website and do it. It's free. You're going to learn so much about yourself. I'll put the website down in the podcast notes. So it's going to be super easy for you. Um, and I just think about all the time I've wasted taking quizzes like, what Disney movie am I? What 
onion am I? Um, so this is something that you're actually going to use and it's going to be super helpful for you. Even if you're not a candidate, even if you're not looking for a job, I mean, the reason that this was created was for recruiters at the end of the day, and you're probably in the TA space if you're listening to this podcast. So we're actually going to talk about that right now. So Alex, I'm putting you in the hot seat again. I was wondering, can you talk to us about how recruiters can use this in their process, how it's meant to be used, and just any advice you have on that? So WingFinder, really how it was designed was to use super early in the recruiting process. That's ultimately where it's going to bring the most value to candidates that engage with WingFinder and also to the, the TA and recruiter group and the hiring team overall, right? And the reason for that is what WingFinder does is really equip the, the candidate. Uh, and also the employer in, in this case with better insights into where their personality strengths lie. Um, and ultimately because those different personality strengths or the different combinations of, of personality strengths are gonna correlate with career success, that's, that's where it's really gonna add some value to, um, to the recruiter or the hiring team. Um, from a candidate perspective, you know, offering that kind of insight and coaching early on in a selection process means that whether it's for for this role that they've taken WingFinder for, or perhaps for for any others that they're applying for in the future, they're going to have this insight around their strengths uh, and and the coaching plan as well to really help them succeed and prepare through the interview process, right? I, the, the goal with WingFinder is really for individuals to understand and better articulate how they've driven success in their career, right? Like typically early in the process, you'd have a CV or a resume that's gonna detail what a candidate has done. Um, their experience, who they've worked for, where they went to school, that sort of thing. Um, and then to have the WingFinder insights at, at that early stage as well, you not only know what the candidate has done through their CV, but also how they've done it, how they've gone about it. And that's, you know, really rich insight to have so early on compared to what we're normally left with at mm -hmm. that stage in a, a selection process. Mm -hmm. This may be kind of a silly question, but is there any wrong way to use WingFinder? I mean, do you do you have any words of caution before everyone who's super excited about this new tool just jumps in and goes for it? Yeah, sure. Um, and I, I think it's actually a really good question, not a silly one at all. Be because WingFinder is so strength-focused and Often what a recruiter will receive in the process is uh, an overall WingFinder score that's going to combine all the different strengths this candidate has into kind of an easy way to understand how that different strength combination is going to line up and correlate with a, a likelihood to succeed, right? So the, the overall score piece and then uh, often what a recruiter also has is a talent passport that highlights the candidate's top four strengths. So I, I would just caution that 
there's so many different strengths and and so many different combinations that is going to lead to a, a strong wing finder score or a strong indication that this is someone who's going to be successful that we just we have to be careful not to use any one of those strengths that might be indicated on the talent passport as like a standalone indication that this person is going to be successful or not that's it's just not the the way wingfinder was designed and that could be a really dangerous game right i mean really the the power or the value that it's going to offer is better self insight to the candidate and then an overall understanding for the recruiter um, and a way to highlight which candidates are are really going to excel um, in that role and in their career in general. It really is getting interesting. And it's so great to hear about a tool that is really considering both sides of the recruitment process. Now, I want to dive a little deeper into something that we touched upon when we talked about some of the studies, validations that went into WingFinder. But I'm sure some of the people in our audience are wondering, if there's an evaluation like this, does that mean that there's a secret recipe for talent and just one right way to be? Mm. Yeah, it's a, a, a good question. Um, if I, I think if you know what that secret recipe is, <laughs> send it over. Um, we're all dying to know. Um, I think often in, in recruitment too, we tend to, to overcomplicate things, right? Um, it would be like, um, or actually, let me let me ask you a question. If if you were gonna build a house, <laughs> what can you describe to me? What your what, what would what would your ideal house look like? Just quickly off the top of your head. It's a hard question, but I think it would be a log cabin in the middle of the woods, all natural materials, solar panels on the roof. <laughs> trying to think of what else <laughs> no it's good it the the, the point is and, and why I asked the question is um when whenever you ask someone that you know no one no one talks about the necessities right you you right away like you have a vision of of what this ideal house would look like but you know it it's probably so obvious that your ideal house needs a a good foundation and walls and probably some windows and a, a good roof and a door, right? And we we tend to do the same when we're talking about selection or recruitment as well, right? We talk about candidate profiles um, in the details and we tend to, to glaze right over or skip some of those foundational elements that everyone in every role in every department and every company is going to need in order to be successful um, and and that's really what the research surfaced right is that you need to be rewarding to deal with you need to be able to do the job and you you need to be willing to work hard um, and that would be the equivalent of you know windows walls and a door <laughs> when it comes to candidates so that, you know, I, I don't know that that is the secret recipe for talent, but it's certainly the foundation um, and a foundation that WingFinder really helps us understand. 
That's a really good point because it, it is so easy to miss those foundational aspects when we're thinking about this. Yeah. It's not to say that the solar panels and the natural material aren't important, right? But typically that's where we start. And when it comes to a candidate and we forget about the, the foundational pieces, right? So when, when we have that foundation right with the candidates or, or with the house, it means that starting from that point where we have candidates that are rewarding to deal with, able to do the job and, and willing to work hard, you know, it's at a later stage that absolutely we want to we wanna check for the details. There's going to be specifics that are important to every company and every role um, that WingFinder isn't going to measure, but it is going to mean uh, that we start from a, a much more solid place. You're so right. And I think the order of operations here is really important. Now that we've taken the time to really understand the psychometric evaluation, I'm sure everyone who's listening is kind of wondering, well, how do I get started with this in my company? Sure. Um, so WingFinder is absolutely available for, uh, for anyone to, to do so. You know, it, it certainly fits uh, quite squarely in a recruitment or a selection process. It was really designed to be used right at the beginning um, of a selection funnel. And there's a, a couple of options that we have ready to go. So it's, uh, it's quite simple if you're interested in using WingFinder. Um, in the recruitment process, we, we can already offer uh, different integrations with your ATS or um, standalone access on a, a web portal. Um, and uh, then the second, you know, I, I think really valuable route is considering WingFinder uh, for development, right? So being able to use WingFinder as part of um, existing development programs for employees and teams to gain better self-insight around their strengths, um, how to manage them, how to leverage them, what to watch out for, and how different strengths across a team might play out. There's a, there's a lot more information on, uh, on the WingFinder website as well. And um, we'd love to hear from you if you're keen to explore WingFinder in your organization's recruitment um, and or development offerings. Amazing. Two really great applications, and we look forward to hearing from anyone who tries it out. Now, before we let you go, I'm sure everyone's interested in really what's on the horizon for TA at Red Bull. Um, for us, we're certainly continuing to explore different ways that WingFinder can add value um, to the talent acquisition process, certainly for uh, recruiters and, and HR teams. Um, but also, and, and maybe first and foremost, for the candidates, right? So really starting to consider um, how, how, can, how can we collectively use the types of insight that WingFinder provides for a, a candidate to take that self-insight and, you know, really use it through their onboarding process and as they start thinking about training and, and development opportunities that they want to pursue uh, in, in their role with us. So there's, um, I think, a bunch of different threads that will continue on around looking at how WingFinder 
sits within our recruitment process and how that self-insight can really continue the journey for um, for someone joining a, a team at Red Bull. Um, and I suppose what's really at the you know, the, the core of all of this is this idea around self-awareness that um, we were chatting on a little bit earlier, right? So how, how, how does it, how is it when someone increases their self-awareness and really understands like what makes them tick and what makes them successful and what they're gonna need to manage or, or watch out for when it comes to their personality strengths? Um, when we can turn up the volume on that, I think we're we're only going to get to a place where candidates are making better suited career choices for themselves um, in terms of the roles they apply for and and how they really pursue their own career progression. Well, that's an a, an amazing vision for the future, and we're on board. We love it. We're so excited to see what you guys roll out with next. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Of course. That's our show for today, folks. Thanks so much for listening. And do be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, if you're interested in diving deeper into the topic of WingFinder, then check out the article on the Hiring Success website entitled, How Red Bull is Giving Their Candidates Wings. See you next time.